You're listening to the All Systems Go podcast, the show that teaches you everything you need to know to put your business on autopilot. Learn how to deploy automated marketing and sales systems in your business the right way with your host, the professor of automation himself and founder of Automation Bridge, Chris Davis. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the All Systems Go podcast, where we invite startup founders and digital marketers to discuss strategies and software to build automated marketing and sales systems that scale. I'm your host, Chris L. Davis, the founder of Automation Bridge. And on this episode, I get to interview Kenyatta Hall, the founder of the Catalyst HQ that is a coaching and consulting company focused on helping entrepreneurs and leaders get unstuck and take their business to the next level of growth through strategic planning. I, I need you to make a mental <laughs> mark on those two words, strategic <laughs> planning, okay? Leadership development and brand clarity. Along her journey, she's had the opportunity to be a part of two startups build a founding team and help other business owners, founders, and nonprofit leaders really become intentional about growth and sustainability of their business so that they can build the life they want on their teams and make an impact while doing it. Added bonus, Kenyatta is an alumni of Automation <laughs> Bridge and has successfully <laughs> completed the automation service provider curriculum. And she's here if I couldn't, I was thinking about uh, just the nature, just where the market is right now. And the word that kept coming up was strategy, strategy. People are without strategy. They're not without activity. <laughs> They're without, <Yeah>. stra <laughs> without strategy. So um, I couldn't think of anybody that I trust more and know more that is committed to strategic growth through planning than Kenyatta. So she's here to help us understand how do we approach things more strategically. Kenyatta, welcome to the podcast. How are you doing? Thank you. I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be here. As soon as you reached out, I was like, yes. <laughs> I don't think I can fit yet. <laughs> yes. And, and I'll say this. Um, I have the pleasure. I've had the pleasure of having you through the program, but we're also connected on LinkedIn and it is a breath of fresh air to see someone unapologetically <laughs> talk about the importance of strategy and what happens when you don't adhere to such an approach for your business and success. But first, but first, before we jump into it, um, give the listeners a little bit about a little bit of info about your journey, how you landed how did you get to the catalyst H <laughs> hq and and more specifically while you're talking about it what was that point where you realize it's all about strategy um well let me just start from the beginning you know uh i'll start from when i received my mba because that was really a turning point for me um i was in proposals and grants and contracts with the government so i did mm. a lot of proposal management um, building strategy around that. So that's when I really got introduced introduced to what strategy meant, even when applying for government contract work. Mm. Uh, it was a ton of things people or uh, companies did in order to get those contracts outside of just applying. Um, so I got a chance to see all of that. 
one thing I realized though is I actually hate it. So it's not that I hate the whole process, but my natural innate ability is to be talking to people, be out in the community. And I was stuck behind a desk and I just, mm. it just didn't sit right with my spirit. And it just wasn't where I was gonna be successful. So I went and got my MBA because I felt like I had all this experience and proposals and government contracts. And I was like, if I want to get out of it, I gotta, I gotta do something that's complete opposite that's gonna move me out of it. Yeah. And me getting my MBA was a turning point. So I went to UNC, uh, Chapel Hill, Keenan Flagler, shout out. Um, I can't say shout out to the Tar Heels because I went to NC State, so I can't. <laughs> but I did get my MBA from there, um, 2006, 16, not 2006, 2016. Um, ended up working in healthcare, and that's when I started digital strategy work at a healthcare company. Mm. Um, eventually moved to working on the mobile app, so understanding product strategy, product um, legacy systems on products, really doing that in a corporate setting. Ended up working with startups <laughs> and just while I was still working there because it, it made mm. sense, right? Like I understood the process um, because strategy is strategy you know, where, no matter where you apply it. You know, a lot of times people are very like uh, try to make some differentiator. There's certain slight nuances when you do product strategy or when you do business strategy, but product strategy is launching a new company, right? Mm -hmm. Within a company or launching something mm -hmm. like that when you're in a corporate setting. Um, when you do it for startups, launching a new company, what's the difference, right? They, the components generally are the same. Mm -hmm. um, but what the pain points that I saw the most is how people were so, not only in startups, but in corporations, is that people were so reactive. They were reactive. Mm -hmm. They're not responsive. And so therefore, there was nothing that had true intention. Reactivity is not true intention, right? It's yeah. being reactive. It's, oh my God, something just happened. I got to respond. Something's right? broke. Something's broke. Fix it. it. Broke. Help. It broke. <laughs> Help. Wait, we don't care about the systems. It doesn't matter. And you're like, yeah, that's how it works. So that's, that's one. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing is that people operate with a without a ton of emotion. I mean, without with a ton of emotion. Um, and two, people don't take two steps back. So mm -hmm. everybody's just moving all over the place kind of just doing whatever and hoping that something sticks. And I know that people say that all the time and they'll say, oh, well, you need a marketing strategy or you need a brand strategy or you need to no, you, you need to take two steps back to figure out what it is you actually are trying to achieve. Yeah. Put that at the forefront. And so that's what I kept seeing all over the place. And it happened in nonprofits. It happens in business. It happens in the startups that I've been a part of. It's happened all over the place. And then you wonder why you have no movement. Right. It, you know, wonder you can't be responsive to the market. So people <laughs> are all of a sudden it's like now we excuse me. Now we're in what we call with the recession in quotation air quotes. Mm -hmm, right. Mm -hmm. um, and you see a lot of people just are like, oh, my God, um, I got it. I got to do something. The first thing you should do is just take two steps. Back. <laughs> like, pause. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I love I love that. It's simple, but it's very hard, Kenyatta, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm 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 about to uh throw some context on everybody for us. Uh in a fast moving environment, which startups are often in, yes. taking two steps back almost feels like making no movement for the next two months. We yes. can't afford to take two steps back. What do you mean? We need leads right now. And look at this, we need to be on social. Look at this. We so. How do you help them? Because <laughs> you know they don't do it themselves. How do you help yeah. them take yeah. those necessary two steps 
whoa, 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 pump the brakes. Let's take a couple steps back. How do you do it? How do, how do you engage with them and, and, and get them to see that? Um, the first thing I do is like, you know, what's the goal here? Mm. You know, what are, what are actually are you trying to achieve? Because a lot of the, a lot of the problem, the challenges are happening with their, them not staying focused, right? Yes. A lot of times founders are tuning in, tuning into everyone else and what everything is, what everybody else is doing, how everybody else is moving. And what they're not doing is turning into themselves, into the core strengths that they have as founders, into the core strengths they have as a business and mm -hmm. try to leverage those. They're too busy trying to leverage everything outside of them playing a comparison game. And you hate to say a lot of this is mental. They play in mental gymnastics, right? Mm -hmm. And so with you playing, I'm I'm seeing everybody doing this. I'm, I'm I got to do this, and I'm not behind this. And my competitors, if they even did a competitor analysis, yeah, started. right. Um, <laughs> but a lot of it is is that they're they're too busy tuning into what everybody else is doing instead of tuning into what they need to be doing and staying focused on the goals um, of of what they're trying to do and and where they are at within the business, right? Um, a lot of startups, a lot of businesses are very unclear about what part of the entrepreneurial journey they're actually on, mm -hmm. right? Because each these phases requires something different. Yeah. You know, so a lot of times when you are within a startup or even with a, a small business, there's a lot of similarities between startups and small businesses, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Because the thought process, people think it's about just the money. No, it's about how you think about it, too. Right. So when you're thinking about it, any a lot of times under 100K, you are sales and marketing. What's the last thing that any business invests in? Sales and marketing, excuse me, let, let me, let me put those in reverse orders, marketing, marketing and, sales. and sales, because, yeah. <laughs> because marketing tells you what we do as a business to the world, to the target customer, and they qualify to lead. Mm -hmm. And then you go into the sales cycle. A lot of times people are trying to skip marketing, go to sales and get conversions. Yep. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. And nobody even knows who you are. Right. And so you're trying to close on something and nobody knows who you are. That's number one. Two, depending on your target, very unclear in the sales cycle. Right. So if you're unclear about how long it's going to take, potentially take for your target market to close, like if you're targeting corporate, corporate has to jump through thousands of hoops before they can even bring somebody on as a vendor. Yeah. We're talking about a nine, nine to 12 month process. You haven't even calculated that into your, 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 your business model. Right. So again, not taking those steps back, not fully looking at what's in front of you and making decisions from that space. You're making, you know, a lot of decisions are just being made. Well, I have a product, I want everybody to buy. No, you don't want everybody to buy, at least not in the beginning, right? Yeah. It's not made for everybody. And because it's not made for everybody, and we've talked about this several times, right? It's, it's, it's good to know one. And then you're gonna get bad customer reviews because they're not gonna get what they're supposed to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Right now, you just you're tainting your brand. Yep. Now you're upset. Oh, now, now you got to be more reactive because now you got to, <laughs> you know, you got to counteract that. Yeah. And so those type of things matter. And is you're not, you know, as businesses, you're not you're not thinking from the the business perspective. You're either thinking from this marketing perspective or this content perspective or 
those are all tactics to get to the goals, but you haven't named the goals. You haven't figured out a path. You haven't, you have no focus. And so now you get to those spaces of your marketing, your sales, your content, you know, social media or any way you decide to get the word out there and you're all over the place. Mm-hmm. wasting your money, ma- wasting the three core things I teach all the time. You waste your time, mm-hmm. right? Because you do not understand the level of effort it takes to get to the goal. And because you have exhausted your energy on things that are important, but not priority, mm. you are all over the place and you have nothing to give the things that need it the most. Yes, yes, yes. And we see it happen far too often. I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, and of course, of course, you're you're very proficient in the space of strategy and strategic planning and what that plan should encompass. And we're we're uh, as you were talking about uh, product launching, um, I'm still surprised at how many startups don't have an avatar, like literally <laughs> have no idea who's buying their product. But, you know, a lot of times they just happen to have a partnership or something happen out of their control. Again, to your point, reactive in a positive way. Right. Like somebody put them on and now they've get this in surge of leads and they're like, oh, let's do something with them. Right. But when it comes time to to be intentional, this is where your strategic planning really comes in. So when you think of it, um, I know we talked about taking a step back. And it's realigning with the goals in your Mm -hmm. mind. What you're doing is you're trying to make sure that they have a strategic foundation in order to achieve that goal. Right. So what are some of the pieces of that strategic foundation that you're looking for? I know you mentioned earlier a a competitor analysis. Right. Yes. You have to know who else is in the market and what they're doing. Yeah. (laughs) And it's and you know know how to go. You got to. Yeah. It's because. This is what happens when comparison, when people, you have to think of from a customer perspective, right? Mm -hmm. If a customer is evaluating your product against other people, other products, then what are the other products and what do they do as to why people want to buy them? Mm -hmm. Those are very core questions. And so what I've seen is I'm going into these spaces all the time. is like, don't care about your competitors. No, you don't need to care, but you do need to be very aware. And the reason you need to be aware is because you have to explain how you're different. Now, the different don't the difference doesn't have to be this dramatic, nuanced difference that everybody is looking for. And I think that's where people get lost is that people, it has to be this so dramatic, this dramatic difference. That's a lie. It doesn't have to be a super dramatic difference. You just need to be able to confidently explain why you're different. Yeah. And it could be, and it doesn't have to be necessarily about the product being different. Mm-hmm. It could be various other reasons as to why. A lot of times within that customer avatar, when they're not when they're when if they're doing the competitor analysis and then they're looking at their customer avatar, you forget how intrinsic values matter to your to your target. And if your product is touching on those intrinsic values, you got to be able to tell that story better than your competitor telling the story. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you're not doing a competitor analysis and understanding what people like, what people don't like, you can't even blow your whoever you're talking your prospects out the water <laughs> through through your messaging because mm-hmm. you are unclear about how, what, it, what it is that you offer and it comes across like, right? Yeah, um, so I would say some foundational pieces. I always say one is know who you are mm. as a company. Yeah. Like Ooh. know who you are as a company. Like 
your your mission and value vision and that those values actually matter and they actually don't just drive how your leads they drive how you operate yeah it's a foundational element of how you operate now if you're starting off you need you should be getting those in check a little bit quicker because you're going to be iterating through because you're still trying to figure out what's going to like who you are right but you do need to have those foundational elements that you will refine over time right because it's going to you need to get to the marketplace so you can sell to see what's working yeah. right yeah. when you are when you have money when you're making money let's be clear not when you have money but when you're making money because that's very different too mm -hmm. when you're making money your actions need to be in, more intentional because we're not talking about the fact that you have leads yes you have leads you are making money you have a product that works so you should be in refinement of those activities but also figuring out right figuring out what where do i need to improve within my business to make me more efficient mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. how do i become how do we how do i become proactive instead of being reactive because it's not that things aren't working they can be better right what's the proactivity where should i be investing my time the most where should i be investing uh, what what is the level of effort that it take for me to get to the new goals that I've set for the company in the next mm -hmm. 12 months, right? Because those things are all ways that are going to get you to know how to spend the money you have, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> like money allocation comes from priorities. Mm -hmm. Money allocation don't just, you don't just throw money at the wall. That's why people, that's why you have leaders that are undeveloped, right? When you are making money, you have to be a different type of leader. You have to learn how to self-lead, which means you have to have discipline. You got to have focus. You got to be able to understand some things. You got to understand you can't do this alone, right? Who, who should your first hire be? Understanding how to hire out, understanding how to automate those things. Like the scope of work as a, as a CEO at the level when you're making money after 100K becomes very different for you, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? So you have the, the the launch stage where you sell the marketing. You have the the growth stage where you're understanding self leadership. You're understanding leadership of a team potentially. How do I take my business to the next level? What does the next level look like? And what are the steps to get there? Oh yeah. So so listeners, I I hope you realize, or I hope you're seeing why I have Kenyatta talking about strategy because it's across everything. We're not talking about strategic marketing, strategic sales. We're talking about strategic being. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. How do I move with purpose less with strategy, right? Strategy is what gives purpose to every step that I take. And Kenyatta and I were, were, were uh, connecting prior to recording. And I wanted to invite our listeners in on the conversation that we talked about with activity, right? Everybody mm -hmm. has activity. Everybody's doing something, right? And I'm I'm gonna put this on the table here. I was uh working with the company, and they were looking at their leads, and they were like, "Oh, we need more leads." So naturally, I'm a strategic thinker, and I'm thinking like, "Okay, let me go look at previous performance and see what worked to generate the leads that you had before." Mm -hmm. I'm not thinking this is gonna be revolutionary or anything. It's just natural okay let's look at what worked before and, and see if we can replicate that or do a, a derivative of it and get more leads like why reinvent the wheel right and before we could even get there Kenyatta before I could even step foot 
through the one foot down that path. Social. We need to be on social. We got to be posting on social. Where is our social media? People just hold the their whole mind went straight to social. Now, I'm new. I'm new. So I'm not necessarily saying, hey, wait a minute. Stop it. Right. I don't know yet. So I go and, and look at the data. Right. In the analytics. And it's a head scratcher. I'm looking for where does where is the green light for social here? I I don't see it. I get it. It's going to give you the warm and fuzzy is it's going to make you look good. But it is activity. That's it. Yeah. It, it's all yeah. activity. So, Kenyatta, these are fast. Listen, these are fast moving startups and they 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 got to do something. It's like you tell a kid to sit down and they just can't sit. They'll start mm -hmm. playing with their fingers. Stop playing with your fingers. They start playing with their toe. Like they got to do something. Right. So how how can you <laughs> how do we get them to stop just being active and actually moving with with purpose? Well, one, social media, content, webinars are all marketing tactics. tactics. They are not strategies. Yes. They are tactics. Tactics and people, versus those strategies. Tactics, people throw tactics and strategy around this word. They are not synonymous. Mm. They're not. Let's mm. be clear about that. You, when you think of the word, when you think of strategic planning, the thing I invite people to think about is that you have the thinking part of strategy and the execute, the plan, the roadmap, the execution part of the strategy. Mm -hmm. They could actually be two very different people. They do not have to be the same people, right? That's good. That's good. Okay. So that's, that's one. Think about that. Two, in, in marketing, let's, let's get it all the way down to the simplest form. Marketing is your ability to tell the world about who you are what you do, how you can solve the problem and help them. Okay, so that's that's it. Now, depending on where you are, if you're trying to launch a product, we people need to know, like, and trust you, okay? Right, if you have an existing product, you need to keep people fully engaged with who you are, right? And you need to keep this, the, the cycle of know, like, and trust because now when you are when you already have an existing product, we're talking about new leads, keeping keeping the old customers we have in a, in a full immersion of the life cycle, right? So fully understand that there's two to three prong approach to that alone. Yeah. Um, but you can only think about those things when you're thinking marketing strategy and how do I deliver what my goals are for what I'm what am I trying to achieve? How do I bring it to the world? And then I'm gonna pick the channels that I want to go after the world at. That's what people are not looking at marketing strategy. You're like, oh, well, I just, I'm going to do a social media strategy. Now, here's the thing. Can social media convert? Sure. Can webinars mm -hmm. convert? Yes. Can YouTube convert? Yes. Can email marketing convert? convert? Yes. They all can convert. Yeah. We're not saying that nobody can't, that they, these channels are not spaces of conversion. You need to be aware about where you are as a business in this time. If you're launching a product, you're not converting because no one knows who you are. <laughs> right and that's number one number two are you have you picked the channels to share your story with the world where your target is or are you just picking channels based upon how you feel about where your target is right right you see yeah. that's different like yeah. I, I feel my people are on social why there's people making money on and off social yep 
Yep. So it so it doesn't. That's not an indicator that you need to be there. Now, if you're in the launching, you then you should you do need brand awareness to your target audience. Brand awareness to the target. Mm-hmm. That's the whole po- purpose of having focus is having brand awareness to the target that you are trying to get to get to. If I know you've worked with tons of product uh, companies, right, or software companies, if your target is a corporation that notoriously has no social footprint and you're talking about going on Instagram when we know for a fact that four out of five leaders are on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. right? So that's just, and one facet, right? You know, sales is about being seen. Marketing is about being seen. So you got LinkedIn. Then you, like you said, could I run a webinar? You sure could, right? Yeah. Do I need to send some presents to the admin? Yes. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like, but you could only think about those things when you're thinking about the strategy, the marketing strategy as go. it relates to the business goals. Yes. It's a cascade effect. The business goals should be driving the marketing strategy, which should be driving the tactics as which you use, which then derives how much money you're going to spend to get out there. Because yeah. this is what happens. People always want caviar and a shoestring budget. That don't happen. People spend, who is it? Um, Budweiser spent $4 million on a commercial um, on a commercial during the Super Bowl. It is a reason for that. They are not just throwing dollars out there. There is a there's a, a space of capitalization there, right? So yeah. they understand that. You think that those people are spending $4 million just to spend $4 million? And you think that as a small business or a startup that you won't spend money on marketing, but expect a huge outcome? Mm-hmm. that's that's not that's not how this works yeah and oftentimes sales and marketing need to be built in conjunction with every product or service you plan to launch bringing them in too late puts all the pressure on sales and marketing to do something that you never did before was create goals and intention in the beginning yeah because now they have to because what happens is those two teams end up going back and having to create that for the business in a rapid amount of time so that they can actually execute on something and probably are underpaid for doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this this is this is good because what I hear you saying is that tactics without a strategy become activity. <laughs> That's what That's they it. Are. it just, and it's, just and, and doing it, stuff. And what happens is is people are like, oh well, things happen. Yes. Good things can happen out of activity. That's nobody saying that. Let's be clear. Business is not an either or. It's very much so a sliding scale. Yeah. Right. It's very much so a sliding scale. Right. And I think people need to operate in the spaces of sliding scale versus either or. But understand, you made, let's use small numbers. You made 50,000. You could have made 250,000 had you had the right, had you had a strategy that you could have employed there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you could have gotten to whatever goal you want. But a lot of times people are scared to have goals. You know why they're scared to meet goals. Mm-hmm. And instead, and so I hear, I don't know if you've heard this, but I hear people now are saying like, don't set goals, set systems. Oh, Lord. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, to me, because here's the thing, and I, and I preach this all the time. Y'all can, anybody would hear me say this. Failure is a part of business. Failure is a part of life. The problem is, is that most people have been taught that if they fail their failures instead of getting back up and being able to recover from failing. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so because we are scared to fail, because we have been taught as a society that success is equivalent to perfection. 
Mm. Right? If success is equivalent to perfection, then we never should fail. Well, the growth is in the failure. Sometimes mm. you got to go through. You can't go around. You can't do all those things. You got to go through yeah. so you can so mm. you can be taught some things. Yep. Because it's one thing to go to the next level. It's another thing to be sustainable at that level. Yes. Yep. Right? So let's start failing so we can understand how to get back up. If you don't make the goal, that's okay. We have now have the data to figure out what happened. Yes. We had a process that we could actually track. You didn't throw spaghetti at the wall and try to figure out what happened. The problem is, is that you haven't been taught to fail in the first place. We've been yeah. taught as adults to fail. We didn't get taught as kids to fail. We got taught as adults to fail. And so we're battling this internal indoctrination that we've had all our lives to failure. Yeah. To yeah. failing. And so now it's like it's competing. And you don't even know it's competing within you until you start a business and realize that those limits and beliefs in your head are even preventing you from taking action, preventing you from taking the right action or think that you got to take all the action. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like what you said about failure and, and what came to my mind was failure is an activity, not an identity. Exactly. Right. <laughs> you say failure, you can fail without being a failure. Yeah, right? it has. They are not synonymous, and I mm -hmm. and and it's okay to fail in the process. I'm not a. I believe it or not, I'm not a natural person who likes to fail in public. I don't yeah. care to fail in public. Like I don't like yeah. that. Like people are like fail in public. I'm like, girl, I'm not failing in public. <laughs> That's just not my thing. <laughs> like I would like to fail in private. I would yeah. like to recover in private. Right, but. You know, I'm trying to move past that. Okay, my own indoctrination, all right? But that, but it, but it says is that give yourself time to even iterate. You know what I'm saying? The point, the point of iteration, and I think what has happened is that we have got caught up in. Well, you just know to go out there and get user data. Just go out there and talk to all the customers. If you haven't done any market research, miss me with that. Miss me with the whole conversation yep. with. I need to just talk to customers because nine out of 10 times, you ain't going to talk to enough customers that's going to guide you in the right direction. That's, mm -hmm. that's number one. Mm -hmm. Number, number two, you did, you need to, there are marketers for a reason, y'all technology folks. I love y'all, but there, there are marketers for a reason. There are people who do market research for a reason because yeah. there is a lot there, yeah. right? Trends matter. They're catching all of those things. It's going to guide you in how you develop a product. It's going to guide you in what feature sets you decide to put forth first. Yeah. It's going to guide you in where you're going to spend your money. It's going to guide you in what type of uh, salespeople you actually want to hire. Like, Absolutely. Understanding strategy, putting the pieces together, business strategy, understanding how that impacts which, which who you are as a brand, how you deliver that brand to the world, how you close on the deal, how you keep them in the sales cycle. All of those things matter in comparison to the goal. Right. What are the goals? And you don't need 30 goals. You need a max of five. And that's pushing it. Yeah, that is right. <laughs> Especially if we're going quarterly. <laughs> Listen, you might I'm on a 90 days. Two, right. Two one, one, one core one. Like brand awareness. Like mm. we need to. How do we get how do we get our name out there? Like, but I think people are so driven by the dollar mm -hmm. that they are forgetting in order to get to the dollar. There are some steps that you have to take first in order yeah. to get there. You're going to get there if you have right. the right, if if you understand where you are in that in, in your business right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If you understand that, okay, I'm still launching, my services ain't said, like I'm gonna iterate through that and, and learning how to fail 
and get back up like, okay, that, all right, I thought I said the strategy. Okay, it broke down right there. Oh, I, let me go review. Ah, yeah. that content worked. This content didn't work. I'm gonna say more of that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I thought that I was hitting the right admin. She's not the gatekeeper. Let mm -hmm. me go send flowers to someone else. Yeah, yeah. So understanding and keeping track of those things are going to develop it. What's, what's wrong right now? I can tell you two things is wrong. Everybody want everything right now. And ain't nobody willing to really put in the work or the money behind it to achieve the goal. Yeah. Your expectation cannot be at a 10 and your, and your level of effort with money and your level of effort with commitment is at a 2. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I, you know, as you're, as you're saying um, everything, I'm just kind of thinking and putting myself in a situation, the, the companies I've worked with, some of the trends that I've seen and what, what I often, well, what should take place, everyone, is that your strategy should be take time, you know, plan it out, everything else. Um, but your strategy is, is like the big ship, right? It should, it should change. It can change. But it should not just be changing <laughs> all the time. A strong strategy will encompass tactics that can change. Now, the yes. tactics, they're interchangeable. Okay, we tried a webinar. Okay, that didn't work. Let's let's move this. And let's try this. And the thing that gets people in trouble that I found with strategic thinking is that they set in on, on a tactic that has to work a way. And when it doesn't, they're not willing to adjust and say, okay, well, the webinar we didn't get as many registrants as we want to. Let's try something else. No, no, whoa, 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 time out. Why? Like you mentioned the breakdown. Why didn't that work? Was it at the registration? Was it at mm -hmm. the show up? Was it at the, like what part didn't work? Because there may just be one piece in the tactic that we need to shift and keep going and, and yeah. allow this thing, you know, to run out. So of course, you know, you, you have the scatterbrain and, and, and people are nervous and, and they just want stuff to work. But I will be remiss without mentioning this. We have the marketing, we have the strategy. Let's just say that we have the strategic planning and then mm -hmm. the tactics are within that. I just need people to understand when we talk about technology, the marketing and sales software that we often refer to in scaling your company uh, and your business is at the tactical level. Okay. Technology is introduced at the tactical level. What does that mean? If strategy encompasses your tactic, there should be no tactic without strategy. Thus, if no tactic, no tech, <laughs> no technology. Right. The problem yeah. is shiny object syndrome is a real thing. It's real. And, and, yeah. and it's so real. And, and here's the thing. There are people operating million dollar companies and have four people, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that's a real thing because they lay, they, they honed in on what they actually needed and they focused Yeah. and they actually gave themselves time to trust the process. Yeah. The thing about strategy is that it requires that you trust the process. Mm. It mm. requires that you're willing to be in it for the long haul. That's what strategy requires. Yep. Right. Yep. It requires, you know, people are like, oh, well, people have strategies and they just they just it's just some it's stuff that they check off. Are you they? If is your company they we need to be equivalent. Mm -hmm. Are you they? Because if you're they, then that will be you. If you're yeah. deciding to take an active role to set the goals, set the tone, 
for your business, your existing business. Let's talk about existing companies. Set the goal for these existing products you want to launch or existing or, or existing services that you have. Then you got to be willing to go over the long haul, be able to see a trend over time. Yeah. You think Nike doesn't look at their past data for from February for the last five years of February's? Yes. To see yes. how they're going to how are they going to make product? That's why yes. their level of efficiency is very high. It's because <laughs> they're willing to trust the process. Now, yeah. here's the thing: you got to stop operating from a space of lack. And I'm gonna tell you this: 90, 90 business is ninety percent mental and ten percent physical. Ninety mm percent -hmm. is you're fighting yourself on letting go and letting somebody else who is more knowledgeable than you in the specific area mm. and let them do the work and allow them the space to fail too. Because mm. guess what? Just because you pay them don't mean it's a sure thing. And if you ever pay somebody for a sure thing, that's problematic. Yeah. That means that you're unwilling to take responsibility as an owner. Yep. Yep. And oh. that and that's responsibility for not trusting the process, not responsibility for failed process. Because let's be clear. There's going to be investments that you make in your business that will fail. They're not going to mm -hmm. be right investments. And that's okay because yeah. that's just the cost of doing business. Yeah. Right. Like that's just how business rolls. You have to get used to that. And that's where when you're over making that 100K, that's where that matters the most. Right. As you be understand self-leadership, as you begin to understand commitment, as you begin to understand investment, not only in your business, but in yourself as a leader. Mm -hmm. When you understand that technology is going to be used as a tactic to deliver on the goals so that when somebody like Chris and I come in and the things that we're going to look at, you know, a part of that is your automation stack because you need to run lean because you're talking about you have money, but do you have money to blow over right. unintentional actions of a Absolutely. flurry of activity? You are not a thunderstorm. Stop acting like one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this is... So you have to think about that, right? And so I can tell you now that when Chris is going in and looking at somebody's automation process or what they should be implementing to be automated, he's saving you time, he's saving you money, and he's actually going to increase your ROI. He can, let me tell you something, in, in any business, if somebody's lowering your operating, your operating budget, they have increased your ROI. Yes. Yes. And people don't even look at it like that, you know? People are like, oh, I didn't have more leads. One, are your leads didn't qualified? You got to think about that. They qualify leads or use the leads. Yeah. And then two, are you effectively as a as a leader now looking at the totality of operations of your business enough to make more educated decisions to know that over time, let's look and see if this webinar will work in the next 90 to 180 days. Yeah. Versus did this webinar work in the next the last 14 days after we just launched it on the new product? <laughs> that we want to take the market. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And remember, everybody, technology affords us the ability to understand how well our tactics are working. With that information, we can then improve and or validate our strategy. This is how it all works. And I don't know if you all are tired of hearing it, if this is refreshing. It doesn't matter because if... <laughs> you want to scale in a sustainable way, this is the way to do it. So Kenyatta, I know it's not always sexy, right? It's not always yeah. fun to sit back and strategically plan. And, you know, there, there are some technologies that you can use in that, in that, uh, 
phase of business that makes mm-hmm. it a little more interactive, right? Not as dry as, as some people would think, but you've got to do it. You, I, I think if, if there's anything I need you, the listeners to get from this podcast is that I may hear these founders say, we don't have time for a strategy. Let's just do some stuff, figure out the strategy later. No, 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 no. You don't have time to not define the strategy. And Kenyatta, on our side, let's take ownership. Mm-hmm. We we are we are aware that you can't just stop. The analogy I, I, I use all the time is we're operating on the patient while they're woke. Oh, right? yeah. You know, oh, my God. That's, <laughs> that's so good. So you know what I do? A lot of times when I work with my clients, mm-hmm. a lot of times I'm the first thing I'm doing is finding low-hanging fruit. That's because it. Like I'm a low hanger. I'm a, I'm going to find a low hanging fruit. And you know why? Because you do need quick wins because yep. I need, you know what I need most people to do is build up the confidence to let go and trust the process. So I'm always going to try to find a quick wins first. Not yep. only am I, because it's mental. It's a yep. mental battle. I play yep. it first. Right. Yep. So if I'm working yep. with you, I'm playing mental gymnastics too. I'm like trying to <laughs> go with it as well. Right. And, but the, the thing I do is find the quick wins so that yeah. what's the low hanging fruit. I'm going to always ask that. What do you see the low hanging fruit? Let's go execute on that first. Love it. Right. Yeah. And then finding the low hanging fruit and your ability to execute on that affords you the opportunity to take two steps back. Cause you feel like you can breathe, there whether it's real or whether it's, there fake, you go. You feel like you can breathe right now. You're like, okay, yeah. well, I'm doing the activity. Cause I'm still, cause in the, we're still doing activity. Activity don't take away from strategic thinking work. Yep. It doesn't, yep. we, but we found a purposeful action to invest in that we know that it's going to get us a little return, get us a little breather as we plan what the next 12 months are going to look like, or the next nine months are going to look like. Yeah. Now we got breathing room. Yeah. So that's what I go for is like, let me, let's find the breathing room first. Let's push something out there and then let's get you in that. Let's get you in the act. And so that you'll get a taste of planning. Cause I just gave you something real. Let's go. And now you can start to see, Oh, okay. Right. Yep. yep. That's right. gold. Kenyatta, that's gold. I, I and I need the strategic thinkers, the agencies, anyone re- responsible for the strategy to understand everything that we're saying is good. It's 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 the way that it is, but in reality, you have to earn their patience, earn their trust, and like Kenyatta said, earn them being able to take two steps back. And that's with identifying and hitting those quick wins. You got to do mm-hmm. it. This is just the nature of it. So can you for anybody? So with, I, I feel like with anybody, anybody right? If, especially anybody who already, you know, who already feels like they're struggling. A lot of times people yeah. are looking for strategic help when they feel like they're struggling. So yeah. if you feel like you're struggling and you've tried everything, then you're like, I got, I, maybe I needed somebody to give me some direction. Mm-hmm. be okay with that but you got to let it go and that's why i find that it's because i know that's what's happening right, right. again right. i'm dealing with somebody's mental first yep so that i can calm the inner voice of saying that you're failing so that we can go try while i'm right there with you yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah absolutely this was kenyatta this has been great i can't thank you enough for coming on to the podcast if people want to get in contact with you, learn more about what you do, have you helped them out strategically in, in their startup and in their business? Um, where should they go? 
Um, you can go to my website, um, The Catalyst HQ, and I spell Catalyst with a K because my name's Kenyatta. Nothing special <laughs> about that, but uh, The Catalyst HQ. Um, you can always email me at Kenyatta at thecatalysthq.com. You can hit me on Instagram. It's Kenyatta H. Hall. Um, they disable my Instagram, the one I have with the Catalyst. We're not going to get it for no reason. Just no reason. Instagram is playing. And on LinkedIn as well. So on LinkedIn, Kenyatta Hall, you can always hit me up there. Um, I'm always looking for with good companies, startups, and um, nonprofits too, who are always looking to really level up the way that they think so that they can think differently, so that they can move differently in their business. And I think that's the most important thing that you yeah. want to do. Love it. Love it. Uh, everybody, if you're listening, um, we have the the website on on the screen. Those of you watching the video, of course, you see it. Um, please check it out. Connect. I highly recommend, highly recommend connecting with Kenyatta on LinkedIn. For those of you who are business professionals, oh, I don't do Facebooks and the TikToks and Reels and Grams. <laughs> Go to LinkedIn. She will not disappoint you. Um, always thought provoking uh, posts around strategy and just business uh, mental. So, uh, Kenyatta, again, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Great to thank have you. you back. When I say back, everybody back to in, in into the fold and yes. <laughs> into my presence. Um, <laughs> and I'm glad that the listeners get to experience you as well. So I, I'm, I'm greatly appreciative of it. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad uh, that I can be on and talk about strategy because it's the way, man. It's the way. It is the way. It is the way. <laughs> and and I need you all to make it your way. Okay. We please. can't force you to do it, but please <laughs> just take our as much success. If you, much if success, yeah. listen, corporations are spending millions of dollars on one thing and it's strategy. We got to catch up. We got to catch, catch up. Yep. We got to catch up. So, um, all right. Thank you so much for jumping on, Kenyatta, and I'll see you online. Yes. All right. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the All Systems Go podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure that you're subscribed. At the time of recording, the All Systems Go podcast is free to subscribe to, and it can be found in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. New episodes are released every Thursday, so make sure you're subscribed so that you don't miss out. And while you're at it, please leave us a five-star rating and review to show some love, but also to help future listeners more easily find the podcast so they can experience the value and goodness as well. We've compiled all resources mentioned on the podcast, as well as other resources that are extremely valuable and effective at helping you grow your marketing automation skills quickly. And you can access them all at allsystemsgopodcast.com. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, I see you online. Automate responsibly, my friends.